Sports are such a big part of all of our lives. From the big plays to the unforgettable games, they continue to inspire us in unimaginable ways. But what happens to the athletes, the warriors, and heroes of our time when the game is finally over and the sport they love and work their entire lives pursuing greatness at continues on without them? How do they cope with the transition? How do they find purpose, reclaim their identity, and work towards a vision of the future? As a former professional athlete, playing in the NFL for eight seasons, I know the unique challenges that these athletes face. On this podcast, these athletes will share their stories and how they navigate life beyond the game. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Life Beyond the Game. Today, I have decided to do a solo cast for y'all. Wanted to share some things with you. And um, because of the, the crazy weather here in Austin, I've actually um, had to cancel a few podcasts. So I wanted to get something out to you and uh, share a few of my thoughts, a little bit more about my journey. I know when I get guests on here, it's usually about them and their stories. Um, but I wanted to share a little bit about myself with all of you. Uh, it's been a wild week here in Austin. Uh, with the weather, like an ice storm came, we lost power uh, Sunday night, I believe. And after a couple of days having to cancel meetings and not having Wi-Fi or power or water, I ended up going to my parents' house with Sarah. And uh, we spent the week there, which was really nice, um, hanging out with my parents. Um, you know, it's it really beautiful in a lot of, a lot of different ways. Um, and, you know, just it was a challenging week. I know it's been a challenging week for a lot of people. We just got back to my house. Pipes are busted in the back, have to get a plumber, and the plumbers are like backordered for weeks. Um, talked to a couple of my neighbors. Uh, one of them, their whole house flooded. Uh, the other one, the pool and pipes on the outside are busted. Um, one of them said that there was a like a electrical spark fire that ended up putting itself out, but it could have been a lot worse than it was. And, you know, that's just the immediate vicinity of uh, of my house. And so I know the whole city of Austin and a lot of Texas. Um, have been dealing with, with a lot of issues. Um, but for me, it really has reminded me, um, of the things I really take for granted, the small things, you know, the comfortable life that I've created for myself. And I think a lot of us have created for ourselves. Um, you know, just the, the simple things like having, having running water, having warm water, being able to take a shower, having Wi-Fi, you know, what the world would be like without internet. Um, you know, and just the busyness, and for me personally, I feel like I've just been going, going, going. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I try to find presence in every day and everything that I do. And it's still a struggle. And I know it's a struggle for a lot of people. But this week was really a great reminder of the things that are important. And, you know, it's allowed me to slow down and really focus on how I want to create my schedule and how I want to just continue to be grateful for the little things, for the small things in life, like being able to take a shower and having internet and power to do podcasts. Um, but I really appreciate you joining me on this solo cast. Won't take too much of your time. I just wanted to share a few things. Before we jump in, I wanted to plug my wife's new company, Growmotely. It's growmotely.com. If you are a small to medium-sized business looking for full-time remote staff, go check it out. It's a fully functional job board that is going up live very soon. You can do your payroll through it and they run 
a lot of cool uh, culture building tools as well. And if you are an employee looking for work and you know, you're like me and Sarah, where our highest ideal is, is freedom and creating the life that we want to live for ourselves um, and having the time to do that, and you want to work remotely, with, especially with the way the world is headed, uh, and you want a remote job, go check it out. It's going to be uh, really, really amazing. Um, go support her. Go check it out and sign up for the newsletter at growmotely.com. Also, if you haven't listened to my other podcast, Quantum Coffee, it is rolling and it is so much fun. The conversations I have on there are really revolved around spirituality, God, death, and the deeper unanswerable questions of the universe. Something I really deeply love discussing because in all of the searching and seeking of truth I've done, I've uh, realized that there is no answer. There can't be an answer because then there would be an end to the game and the journey is infinite. And it might not be in this life, but you know the journey does go on. So be patient with yourself. Got plenty of time. And go check out that podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're interested in hearing some more... Uh, different concepts and ideas. And I have a lot of really cool guests on that podcast that really blow my mind. And uh, yeah, so go check it out. Also, really excited about the launch of my wife, Sarah, and I's new podcast called Love and Life. And it's a really unique reality show type audio experience that I think you're really going to enjoy. It is a uh, first season's coming out live very soon, six episodes, and it chronicles the journey of when we met during quarantine ended up getting pregnant, having a baby boy on the way, which is due very soon. I think within a month, I know within a month, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly when he's going to come, but I'm stoked to meet him. And I'm stoked to share him um, with you guys. When he does come here, his name's Luca. And yeah, so that season. So if you want to know a little bit more about me and Sarah, a little sneak peek into our life, how we interrelate, how we've you know gone through the process of deciding to do a home birth and how we you know, consciously relate and how we're going to raise a family in this, in this crazy world. Um, I think there's a lot of deep insights and uh, I think it is going to be, um, have a profound impact on anybody that listens. So go check that out. You go to love and life, love letter N life podcast.com. Sign up for our newsletter to get some premium content and the trailer is out. So go listen to the trailer, love and life podcast and subscribe. So you're ready and you get notified when the season goes live. All right. First, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, this is a this podcast called Life Beyond the Game. And, you know, really the intention of it is to bring on former pro athletes to discuss their journey, transitioning out of professional sports and all the unique challenges that athletes face during this process. Um, and I want to share a little bit about my journey, but first I wanted to talk a little bit about the passing of Vincent Jackson, who was one of my former teammates. Um, you know, it's really, really sad to hear the news. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I actually was talking to somebody and I heard that he was really struggling with the transition, um, you know, turning to, to alcohol. And I think he's had a lot of concussions as well. And I've just, I was looking up um, some of the media on it and I don't think they, they know exactly his cause of death just yet, but I know that he did struggle with the transition uh, out of professional sports and it's a, it's a wild journey, you know, I, I think for him as well, because, you know, a lot of athletes, um, they don't really get closure to their careers. There's, you know, usually there's, there's an injury or they get cut 
or, you know, just kind of fizzles out. And with Vincent, he got injured, I think in 2016, went on IR and I was on the team with him and he kind of, he just stopped coming in. He was rehabbing his knee. And then I don't really know what happened. I think they just didn't sign him back. And so his career just kind of fizzled out gradually. There was no like solid end, no retirement. And that can leave a lot of, um, you know, open ends and no closure and, you know, all athletes, you know, especially, you know, I, I struggled with it too. It's, you know, I played for eight years and I walked away on my own terms and I was ready to walk away and I was still hit in the face with all of the the unique challenges that you can't really prepare for as a professional athlete. You know, I, I was, I, I knew my entire eighth year of my career, I was going to be done playing. I was able to soak up every last you know, experience all the challenges and difficulties that come from playing in the NFL for an entire grueling season. And I was just present for it all. And I was just bringing gratitude to every experience. I knew it was going to be my last year, but you know, for most guys, they don't, they don't know it's going to be their last year. It's, it's kind of abruptly just ends and it comes to an end for everyone. And so my, my thoughts and prayers go out to, to Vincent Jackson and his family. Um, you know, it's just really, really terrible news. Um, so I just want to share that, you know, transition, we all go through transitions, not just former athletes, but all of us, major transitions in life, whether that's losing your job, having to move cities, you know, even leaving home for the first time, if you're, if you're younger, going to college, all of these major transitions in our lives force us to tell ourselves a new story of who we are and how we interact with the world. And it can be a really challenging place to be because it's a, it's a vulnerable place to be because there's an aspect of you that you're leaving behind a sort of, of ego death. You know, the ego is the story in which we tell ourselves it's where it's our identity. It's, it's who we are. It's the construct of how we relate with the world. It's the mask that we wear. And when we leave something behind, you know, whether it's professional sports relationship, a city, you know, a death in the family, we have to retell ourselves a story of who we are. And that can be a very challenging thing to do. That's why it's important for us to understand who we are. The journey we we must all take, not just pro athletes, is deep within ourselves. Learning and understanding who we are and what we were created for. And it's not what society tells us we need to do to find happiness and success. How come the wealthiest people are sometimes the most unhappy? How come former athletes, after accomplishing their dreams, making lots of money in the process, tend to turn to drugs and alcohol when they're done playing? We've lost touch with the aspect of self that is here to experience life, the soul. We're getting lost in the stories of our culture and society, what others think is important. But if you had no one to compare yourself to, what would you do? How would you live? What would make you happy? We're all going to die one day, but very few of us ever truly live because we don't feel like we're enough, that we have enough. Where does this sickness originate? How can we begin to heal ourselves and our world? We must question the stories we are told about what is possible and what we are here to do. We must learn to elevate our awareness 
deepen our gratitude, compassion, and love for ourselves and others. You know, it's funny. I think, uh, uh, you know, with all of our technological advances and exponential growth and how many amazing things we've created as a society, you know, we think we're so advanced. But in reality, you look out and there's so much suffering in the world, so much fear, so much heartache, so many people struggling, even people that, you know, from the outside look like they're successful, look like they have everything they've ever wanted. But on the inside, they're really struggling. There's a mental and emotional health crisis going on in our world. We need to evolve into a new way of being, a new way of understanding. But this journey of change doesn't start outside of ourselves. It starts from within. I love the saying, as within, so without. I forget who said it, some guru or uh, saint or sage or whatever you call the enlightened ones said that. And I truly believe it. The journey is within us all. We don't have to go outside. We can't go outside of ourselves to change the world. It starts from within. And as within, so without means that I need to start clearing the lens in which I view reality, the stories in which I'm told I need to find fulfillment and success and happiness and joy in life and question where those come from. Question what I really want out of life. And what I've found through my own journey, my own healing is that when I bring gratitude and joy and love from within myself and learn to love myself fully, it begins to brighten and clear that lens of which I view reality from the inside out. And things don't stress me as much. I don't get as anxious. I don't get as overwhelmed. I don't get as worried. And as former athletes, it can be really challenging. You know, we go spend our entire lives pursuing greatness, achieving success, focused on a dream of one day making it in the pro level. And we make it. And one day it's going to be over. We spend our entire lives pursuing greatness with a team surrounded by other men who are focused on achieving greatness, who know what it's like to handle doubt and fear and overcome adversity. We receive coaching, we have structure. And all of a sudden when you're done playing, all of that is gone. And you're faced with so many unique challenges. You know, for me, it was this feeling of isolation and loneliness. You know, when you make it to the top, making a lot of money, living your dream, you know, I realized it wasn't just my identity that was getting lost in professional sports, but it was the people closest to me as well. You know, my mom, my dad, I, they had a football player son, a professional athlete's son. When I was done playing, that identity had to shift within them as well. You know, I was engaged at the time. My fiance, she was going to marry a professional athlete, ended up having to go through a pretty intense breakup. And there was a lot of different reasons for that. But, you know, I, I saw in her as well, she struggled with losing the fact that I was going to be done playing football too. And so going through this journey of leaving professional sports is a very challenging one. And I don't think in our society, in our culture, we, we, especially as men, talk about 
the emotional and mental challenges that we face. And there's not a lot of places we can turn to really express ourselves. A lot of guys don't even know how to connect with their emotions, how to properly share their emotions. And a lot of times when we hold those in, they, they start manifesting into physical illness, physical disease, unhealthy habits. We turn to different vices that we can numb out with. You know, I, I had my fair share of vices as well. You know, I, I habitually smoked weed uh, to escape pain pills, drugs, alcohol. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I was an alcoholic, but, you know, I think the normal amount of drinking and, 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 and stuff to numb out is, is even an issue in our culture and our society because it's so normalized. I think it's because we don't have a safe container, a safe space to really express ourselves. And this is the work that really matters. I truly believe there's so much healing power in the presence of other men, especially as a man, being able to be a part of a container that's non-judgmental, a safe space where we can express ourselves openly, honestly, and vulnerably without fear of being judged or shamed for where we're at or what we're feeling. And, you know, on my own journey of, of my deep healing and going within myself and uncovering the stories uh, that were holding me back, the fears, the doubts, the limiting beliefs, the shames that I've carried around, a lot of that healing has really been just in the presence of others that I truly know are there to support me and they're present with me and they hear me and being able to just share those out loud. That's where a majority of my healing has taken place. There's a lot of other tools that I've used and techniques and, you know, plant medicine has been a big part of my journey as well, but there's really nothing better than the presence of other humans there to really support you and hear you. Cause all we really want as human beings is to feel heard and seen. And in our society and our culture, we've become so distracted disconnected, separate from others. And it's really challenging to find a place or others to hold space for us on the journey that we're on. And it's fascinating because we're all on such a similar journey. We're all so much more alike than we are different. And the separation that we feel is the issue, the biggest issue in our time. And we need to learn how to love ourselves fully so that we can hold space for others as well. And to do this work, it takes community. And that's why I've worked so hard at creating uh, the Heart Collective, which is a community exclusively for former male professional athletes to not only just help them in the transition, but to build a network so that they can learn and grow with other former athletes who understand what the experience of transitioning is like. And it's not just for guys that just got out of sports, but guys, as you know, I've learned that Transition is not something we just go through and it's over. It's how do we integrate that into our lives? Because as a former athlete, I'm always going to be a former athlete. I'm always going to be in that transition. It's never going to be over. And so it's how do I integrate that into my life and my way of being and who I am? And you know, the, the purpose of the Heart Collective is, is not only to expand our networks and you know, build community, but it's really to create a safe container for us to talk and share about where we're at in a safe space, learn how to connect with our emotions, 
learn how to let go of the stories that no longer serve us so that we can show up and be the role models to inspire our society and our culture to, to do the same type of work. We don't have to do it alone. You know, as a former athlete, it takes a warrior to make it to the level that we did. And I think, you know, this, this idea of, of what it means to be a man in our society, what it means to be a warrior, it's, it's painted so backwards, right? You know, the story of Sylvester Stallone as, as Rambo going into the jungle and taking on 30 men and the odds seem so grim and is he going to survive? And he ends up, you know, killing all these guys and standing alone and, and doing it alone and winning. And that's just such a false sense of what it really means to be a man, what it really means to be a warrior. You know, I like to think of the story of 300, where Leonidas led these 300 men into the gates of Fermopoli, maybe. But the reason they were able to stand against an army of millions was because they weren't alone. They were only as strong as the man next to them. A true warrior never stands alone. You know, playing in the NFL. It took all 11 guys to move the ball down the field. And if one guy screwed up, the play would fall apart. I promise. Maybe sometimes I could get away with getting bull rushed back or getting my hand placement kind of off. But if I wasn't showing up for the other 10 guys on the field and they weren't showing up for me, then we wouldn't be very successful. And so when the game is over, where do you turn for that support, for the team, for the camaraderie, a place where you can feel supported by other men who know what the experience is like? That's what we're missing. If you feel called to check out the Heart Collective or even just reach out to me directly to learn more or just if you need support, or if you know a former athlete that needs support, um, have them reach out. Love to share my experience, share my support, share my presence. This is what the world needs right now. We need to evolve into a new way of being. We need to show up for ourselves. Learn to release the stuff that's no longer serving us. Peel back the layers figure out who we are on a deeper level and what we're here for. Reconnect with the deeper parts of our being. It's not just former athletes, it's all of us. And um, appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. Um, You know, I just really know that there's a lot of work to be done in order to change the the narrative, the collective narrative that we all live in. And it's not a journey outside of ourselves. It's a journey from within. We all need to support each other, love each other, help each other expand, let go of fear, let go of shame, come back to truth. All right. Appreciate you guys. And if you have any guests that you want to hear on this podcast that you think would be good to share their stories, any former pro athletes, shoot it my way. Um, if you haven't yet, go check out the Heart Collective, the Heart Collective. That's H A R T, the Heart Collective.com. 
we have a newsletter. So if you're not a former athlete, but you still want to keep um, in touch and follow along on the journey as we build this community, go sign up for the newsletter. We actually provide um, a lot of amazing content for the public. Uh, You can check out uh, the morning routine and structure that I've created for myself that's helped me show up each day and implement practices and tools to help me navigate, um, you know, not just the difficult times of life, but, you know, showing me how to be more grateful uh, for the experience as it unfolds. Um, That is a a free PDF. If you go to theheartcollective.com, put your email address in and you can follow along on our journey. And also you can sign up for my personal newsletter and get a seven-day gratitude journal, something that's had a tremendous impact on my life. If you go to joe-holly.com, put your email in there. Um, That's also a great way to stay in touch. Um, You can email me and you'll also receive anytime a new podcast is released and my weekly newsletter with my thoughts of the week. Um, Yeah, I really appreciate you guys. I love you for all the support. And if there's anything I can do to support you on your journey, please let me know. All right, love you all. Peace. Peace.